There are three ways to stop limiting God and yourself. Change your thoughts, change your beliefs, and change your actions. I'm inviting you here on Take the Limits Off Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Right here on Boss Up Houston Network, we serve an unlimited God. Don't you think it's time we take the limits off? This is Take the Limits Off, and my name is Trisha Kyle, and we come to you every single Friday. Uh, you can always catch us on any of the streaming music apps. Take a look at Take the Limits Off. This is our weekly show. We come together, and hopefully we our goal every single week is to inspire, encourage, and hopefully empower you to take the limits off of God and yourself. Would you agree that sometimes we put agree. God in a box? Oh, my God, he's agree. so much bigger. And we also put our life in a box don't we? Always. In your life so much bigger than the... Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord. Amen. So that is our entire purpose right here on Take the Limits Off. And we are in the studios of Boss Up Houston Network. I love being here, man. You can always catch us on our Facebook page. Again, Boss Up Houston Network. You can hit the like and subscribe. Make sure that you're getting all of the amazing content that we have here. We have some great brand new uh, 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 supporters of our program, of our not just our program, but our network. We have great sponsors for our network. We're so glad to have AT&T and Events and Adventures and DirecTV, if I'm not mistaken. So we got some great things going on here at Boss of Houston Network. You can also check us out on our YouTube page. We've got amazing content and great people bringing some great content your way every single day right here again on Boss Up Houston Network. And in the studios, I've got Miss Paula Miss Paula, the last name, last last name is Cobbs. What's the other name? Gibbs. Cobbs. Gibbs Cobbs. I am so sorry, Miss <laughs> Paula Gibbs Cobbs. Paula Diane Gibbs Cobbs, and she is an amazing woman. I know you're really going to want to stick around and kind of hear what it is that she's got to talk uh, to us about today. Paula, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where you been? Where you been at? I am a native Houstonian. Praise the Lord. That's hard to find sometimes. I know. know. (laughs) Everybody migrated here. Yes. I'm a native Houstonian. I am a mother of two. All right. Um, I am an advocate for God's people, period. Yes, she is. I am passionate about people, period. Amen. It's like Christ is passionate about us. I'm passionate as well. Amen. I enjoy writing, uh, doing films. Uh, I'm just... Finding, walking in my purpose in life right now. So I'm at a good stage and age in my life. So I'm saying I'm walking in God's purpose for me right now. That's so. amazing. How long have you been writing? I've written all my life. Have you? Yeah. And how long have you been doing it professionally? Professionally? Um, for the past three years. So. For the past three years. Past That's three amazing. Years. That's amazing. There's a specific reason why we brought you on the show today. What are we going to be talking about today? We will be talking about... Um, harassments and experiences people have that affect their mental health that goes up on in the workplace where the workplace is our source of everything you know it's right. how we make our living and we're just going to talk about how it can mentally affect your whole being amen and we also have another reason why we brought you on and what's the bigger reason what's happening on bigger, sunday the bigger reason is sunday <laughs> uh at 
Studio Movie and Grill All in right. Town and Country. All right. November the 14th. All right. Four o'clock will be the premiere of my first movie. Her first movie. My first film called The Case. Called The Case. And that kind of brings us to this topic of today because yes. this is based on um, discrimination in the workplace and how that affects um, people in the workplace. And man, so if they're interested in coming and checking out the movie, which I highly think you should come and check out the movie, how can they get tickets? Is it sold well, out? Where are we are at? Eventbrite and they are sold out. They're sold out. You missed it. Yeah. Are we going to do another airing? What are we doing? We will be doing another airing. Sure. We're going to be doing another airing. So make sure. How can they get in contact with you to find out more about this this film, this okay. movie. Okay, well, they can also follow us on Brilliant Women in Film because that's the production, right. production crew that is supporting my film. Amen. Uh, so you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Brilliant Women in Film on Instagram, and also Brilliant Women in Film on Facebook. Amen. The official Brilliant Women in Film. Amen. It's a great organization when we come in together and perfecting. I just believe it's like an iron sharpening iron kind of a situation. Yes. We have had uh, Mrs. Joe Montrell in the studio before we've interviewed her and we talked a lot about um, brilliant women in film. And so I know that you are a member of that auspicious organization and you just come together. There's so many different collaborative um, opportunities, people coming in, they're writers, producers, directors, cinematographers, all of that coming together. And it's just a a really safe place to to get educated to learn your craft to perfect your craft and maybe even branch out into some other crafts and learn some things True. so you were a writer yes. did you write this film i did i did uh my ministry was always i just realized that god you know when you get to a purpose and god just like the light bulb just comes on sometimes he he, he blesses you to just go your path and learn your path yeah so my path was in in my writing and, amen and uh sharing my stories and that my life experiences would be there to help others so yeah and with the film it was just amen bringing it to life you know whenever people give from their life experience and they they share that to me that that's a testimony for we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the yes. words of our testimony and when you hear what other people you know, maybe what they've gone through. And I think that's a lot of what advocacy is, is when we, we talk about, yes, things happen, but it kind of helps to shed light on some things so that maybe some people can not have to fall in the same mm -hmm. ways that we have yes. fallen or can avoid some pitfalls themselves. Mm -hmm. um, but also it helps bring attention to some things that maybe we don't talk about enough and I think um, this movie is a great way to have that dialogue. Um, we're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to dig into um, the case. Amen. Can't wait for you to uh, hear some more from this amazing lady. Uh, so check us out in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Wanna be a boss? You're watching Boss Up Houston Network. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up.
Events and Adventures knows how to make the most of being single. Get social, in person, try new things, and just have fun. Join Events and Adventures. We've been doing the single life right for over 30 years. 30 great events every month. Just visit eventsandadventures.com. Hey, singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with Events and Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high-five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Events and Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with Events and Adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people at exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, Events and Adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. And welcome back. Again, this is Take the Limits Off, and my name is Trisha Kyle. Um, listen, this is what we do every single Friday. We want to inspire people. We've got a lady that I'm sitting with, and she's been a writer her entire life. But as of three years ago, she started doing it professionally. This is her calling, her purpose, and she loves to just support people and advocate for people. And it's brought her to this place where she's wrote, she's written, excuse me, uh, a film called The Case. The Case. And, and we were talking before the break about um, racism, uh, discrimination um, uh, that happens in the workplace and the stress that it causes people. And that's basically what this film is about, yeah, correct? It is. Yeah. Okay, well, you want to talk to us a little bit about maybe your own experience or things that you have seen that you've witnessed and um, what made you write this film specifically? The case was just derived from mentally me shutting away a whole bunch of things and I found out that you can't suppress horrible things that happen to you. You should be over that, which I was, you know, like I said, I was molested as a child. Right. So just growing up as an adult, I thought I'd mastered that. I'd given it to God and right. and I was over that. But he was like, no, because you, you still have that tendency when someone makes you feel small or takes advantage of you to where you just want to put it aside because you right. don't want to relive and relearn that lesson but sometimes right. God sends us through it for whatever reasons but he thank God he blesses us to survive it to be here sitting tonight to tell you you know Amen. that God is good and Amen. he gives you the strength and the victory and courage to stand out and speak out Amen. Uh, I was sexually harassed in the work uh, in the workplace and um, I was also was I was also physically assaulted by um, a person in the workplace that was a higher a higher official, um, and nothing was done about it. I used the channels that the agency offered that said that you know these are the rights and we protect you. You go see this department, you go see EEO, or you go talk to someone at the union, and you know someone will help you and they will assist you because you know no one should victimize you in the workplace. Well, at that's not necessarily so that these rights are set up. They are set up for some people, but they're not set up for all of us. 
which goes into the discriminatory factor that, you know, uh, minorities, which right. I had another friend that was, she was harassed and just found out recently, maybe over three weeks ago, that she just turned in her resignation because she had reached a point, and I can really relate to that because, like I said, the mental part of trying to suppress and compress those type of feelings and emotions to function, you know, in a job capacity that pays your bills is very hard. It's very, very hard. Um, I imagine that, and I've dealt with some things um, in my job, but um, to deal with that on a day-to-day basis, Mm -hmm. to be harassed, um, to um, be discriminated against, threats of violence, and all of that um, within the workplace, first of all, that should not be tolerated. Now, we know when the Me Too movement came out, a lot of people started blowing the whistle on sexual harassment that was happening in the workplace. And I think now people are starting to talk about the discrimination factor, the things that happen, um, you know, the ceiling that's that's placed for some people and then not for others. And then even when you go and you complain, you use everything that's available to you, 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 you file your complaint, um, you go to the HR department, you're still not being covered or respected as an employee. And they like to shut that thing um, all the way down because it, you know, first of all, they plan, they don't plan on doing anything in the first place. Right. And when it comes to, you know, people of color, um, we see that justice is not equal across the board, period. Yeah. It's just, it's not equal. Mm-hmm. And the more that we begin to, blow the whistle and bring attention to it, um, these types of behaviors, they're, they're not legal. It's wrong. It's its ethically and morally wrong. And so I think that for people that are there and they're, they're witnessing, did you see, so with the discrimination that you had seen or with the the inappropriate comments and the, the just the mean and vile things that, that people do and they feel like they're covered because... Because they're covered by their job, correct? Correct. Um, mm-hmm. Were there other people that witnessed it, and did they do anything about it, or do they ignore it, act like they don't see it? How is that being handled by people? Because I know this just can't be where it's just isolated, where no one else is picking up on it, where no one else can see it. How is it being handled by other people that witness mistreatment on you know, a fellow employee? Is anything being done? Are they nervous? Are they scared to say something? Or are they just going along with it, just complicit? Um, My witness so happened to be in prior military and he was, but he was in an administrative capacity and he witnessed the incidents and I had him as a witness, but instead he was the defense that used He was their witness? Yes. Against me, saying like I, I pretty much made up the story, and in other cases, people just don't want to get involved. They they fear for their jobs, which is is normal. They they fear for their jobs. They fear for the retaliation that might happen to them if they speak out or say say anything. Or um, and I was really uh, outdone when one of the employees told me the super his supervisor told him that was really none of his business for him not to even say anything. So, um, you know, but we, we, we even heard that really the lengths that these people will go to in certain capacities, the certain levels of, of whom they care to protect was like with the 
Vanessa Gilliam case down in Fort Hood where they right. they destroyed records and documentations of her reports of of harassment. You know, it's not unheard of. It's no. it's happened. I think it happens all the time. And people hide what they want to hide, yes. especially when they're supporting, you know, a particular employee. And if if he looks like them, mm -hmm. acts like them, walks like them, talks like them, they'll be willing to do whatever it is. And they don't want to have the company have a bad name. We know that there is a case oh, yes. in uh, a Tesla right now where there was a, a gentleman that has sued. I think there's been two people that have actually sued Tesla for um, creating a hostile work environment. And I just saw recently, I think you and I were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago where he just got his payout. And there's another gentleman whose case is not yet... Um, they haven't made the decision on, on or ruling on the case as of when I looked at it a couple of weeks ago. But that thing, you know, companies have got to be held responsible for creating these hostile work environments. You know, when you think about it, and you're, you're a parent like I'm a parent and how stressful it is, like you have to work to survive to be able to take care of your family. Yes. And you, you bear a lot whenever you're at work, you know, people's, you know, um, when they have a bad day and all this other kind of stuff that you have to deal with. Can, can you imagine, and I know that you can because you've been through that, but for those that have maybe never experienced that, can you imagine what it would be like to meet, you know, a person that either absolutely hates you because of the color of your skin or um, whatever, it, whatever stupid reason it, it is or makes your life just a living heck by sexually harassing you or, or being discriminatory um, against you and, and the pressures that that, you know, just normal functioning, mm -hmm. how stressful it is to show up at work every day and then to come home and, and you still have to be able to function as a human being, as yes. a parent and do everything that you're doing, but you're ever so mindful of how much you hate your job. But yeah. then you need your job to be able to live. And if you have a good job where you're making a good, you know, a good salary, a good, sure. you know, yes. good money, uh, you don't necessarily want to throw that away. So a lot of times I think we think that we can handle that. But yes. there's so much damage and trauma that happens when you have to live in that kind of day-to-day um, -day work environment. That's, that's horrible. It is. And you said that um, the young lady, one person that you had spoken to, she just recently tendered her resignation. How long had she been with her employer? Oh, she had been there for over... Uh, I got, I've got. i been there for like over 15 years, so she had been there for quite a while herself. And so she just, she could she, no longer take it. She could no longer take it. And, and uh, one of the ladies, because like it's a small, it was like a small net group that we have. Um, she even had a stroke. She, she's the one that confided in her, tried to help her uh, bring awareness to them that she was being sexually, sexually harassed in her job area because she only worked around a whole bunch of meals but uh with the cover-up and everything you know wow she just i think she just could not take it any longer and people will and, and if you have that opportunity to walk away but even if you have the knowledge of knowing that somebody is being bullied or threatening my thing is is say something. Just please say something because you don't know. Uh, I was I was there to witness one of the ladies actually having a stroke. That that's how bad it was. She had a stroke, and she almost died from the stroke. But she was like it was from so much stress. From the stress. From yeah. From, from the, the job. Mm -hmm. And she was also being sexually harassed as well. Uh, no, she was just being bullied. Her her boss was. He would send her emails, 
saying pretty much like she was incompetent and what was wrong with her. She wasn't able to follow directions. She's asking her coworkers just basic questions to do her job. And he's, I mean, but he felt comfortable enough to send it to her in email just to just break her, break her, her character down, just break her down, period. I've had a, uh, <laughs> I had a boss like that where every time you had a conversation with him, first of all, he was very threatening. Mm. Uh, he let you know at any given moment that he would fire you for asking a question or just, you know, requesting, you know, respect, just the yes. same level of respect yes. that I give you, give mm -hmm. me. Yes. Um, and you may be in a position that's higher than me, but we're still people and we're working and, um, he made my life a living heck. He really did. He he made it a living hell, let's be honest. And that was that was constant. And I remember one time he told me, because I'm I'm a property manager, uh, in my regular life, and he told me that at any given moment he would put my kids out. Because we live at our property. Mm. And so he would put my kids out on the street. Mm. And we're kind of an employer. Um, would say that and say some of the filthy, vile things um, that he felt very comfortable with saying. Um, we've got to do something. If we don't say something, if you see something happening, mm -hmm. if you see someone being mistreated, if you see someone being discriminated against, if you see someone being threatened or terrorized, yes, it, it, it's, it, it may not be you, but it's all of our problems because the more yes. that we expose um, mistreatment in the workplace yes. and um, racism, the more that we expose sexism, the more that we expose these things, we can have a deeper conversation and we can begin to change things. But if we keep these things a secret, if we stop acting like they don't happen and yeah. it's not a real thing. And, you know, a lot of times people like to make fun of mental health. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember, um, Simone Biles when she had to quit, she had to quit for a period of time because it was a lot of stress. I can't imagine how stressful it is to not just have the U.S. looking at you, but the entire world is looking yes. at you. Mm -hmm. And they're demanding something of you. And what happens if you can't perform to that level? Well, you see what, what was happening. And then people were calling her weak for saying, mentally, I can't handle it right now. i got to check out. And it's not that she hadn't been strong enough to be able to do it before because she has done it before. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, the stress was just too much for her and she had to do what was best for her. We're talking about, you know, mental health is such a real thing. <laughs> um, it's just like our physical health. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul... We're missing a component when we refuse to take care of yeah. this. You know, the numbers for depression are far higher than what we think they are. True. People that are suffering from depression in silence. But because they don't go to therapy or they don't see mm -hmm. um, a um, psychologist, psychiatrist mm -hmm. to get any medications that they may need. Maybe their brain is, is not, you know, those glands are not producing enough hormones, enough yeah. serotonin or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's 
you know, something from our past. And those things can trigger and yes. bring us back yeah, to too. a place like, and you're suffering from PTSD yes. in that same scenario. It's almost like you revert back to a little girl. I know because I've yes. been there myself and had a complete meltdown. So if you see, you know, someone behaving in a manner that doesn't necessarily fit the situation, it's probably that they're suffering from PTSD. Um, we've got to learn how to be kinder to each other. But expose the things and stop just sweeping it under the rug oh, yes. and acting like we don't see it. Um, we're going to take a really quick break and we'll come right back. We've got more here with Miss Paula Cobb. I can't wait for you to join us. Amen. We'll see you in about three minutes. Yeah. Take the limits Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people and exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, events and adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, where we look up, stay up, look up, stay up, and this is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. Want to be a boss? Let's talk business. Let's talk fashion. Let's talk health, fitness, community, lifestyle, and finance with Boss Up Houston, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up. Thanks for seeing me on such short notice. Of course. I have some documents for you to review. So read over these and uh, sign them. It explains how the EEO complaint process works. Initial each paragraph and then sign it at the bottom. Excuse me. What does that sentence mean? That explains that I'm a neutral party. I'm here to resolve any issue that you might have. Again, it is a process, and this is considered the preliminary stage. In the interim, please tell me why you're here. Well, I, I want to file a report of racial discrimination and add ageism. My supervisor is retaliating against me. Lena, Miss Clarkson. I am hear what you're saying. I, I don't think that that's what I see here. Being a supervisor is hard work. 
Do you think maybe you misunderstood his actions? I'm almost 60 years old and I have been there long enough to know the difference between discrimination and not understanding when I'm being treated unfairly. I know what discrimination is. I know what a hostile work environment is and what retaliatory behavior looks like in an agency. And I just don't see this here when I look at your claim or your documentation. Excuse me? Welcome back. It is Friday night and this is the best place, one of my favorite places to be. And this is right here in the Boss Up Houston Networks. And hi, I am Trisha. And this is Take the Limits Off. It's our weekly show where we come to you. And hopefully our job, our goal here is to let you know that there's a purpose that's on the inside of you. And it may even be more than what you think it is. And if you're anything like Miss Paula Cobb, then man, you've got a massive platform here to bring out the word on some some things that are going wrong and some things that we need to start paying attention to and, and, and begin to change some things. So I've got Paula Cobb here today and we are talking about The Case, which is a brand new um, film that she has done. She's a part of Brilliant Women in Film and she's written and now made this movie called, again, The Case. And this is about discrimination and sexual harassment in the workplace and how it affects people. And I don't know about you, but I've gone through both sexual harassment in the workplace as well as bullying in the yes. workplace. And that's a whole heck of a lot of stress. And she was just telling us um, about uh, one of her fellow employees that um, had a stroke uh, because of some of the things that she was having to endure at her workplace. And another one just recently, another lady just uh, tendered her resignation because she could no longer take what was happening in the workplace. And I was talking to Ms. Paula off uh, uh, camera during our commercial break and talking about some of the things that I am seeing uh, that's even happening in social media right now. We've got a lot of people that feel very emboldened. They feel... Um, brazen. They feel uh, backed up and right in the things that they are talking about when it comes to racism and discrimination and even sexism. And it, to me, it falls on us. And who is us? It's all of us. Mm -hmm. We are a community of people. It's all of us. It takes yes. all of us working together to shed a light on things that need to be changed. No one should be bullied in the workplace. No one should be harassed or threatened in the workplace. No one should be so stressed out that their high their blood pressure gets higher. They have migraines and ends up stroking out at work because of the things that they're going through. And I know that she was going through a lot of stress. She was the young lady who re resigned. That was her superior. And so... Is that what you were telling me? Uh, the lady that had the stroke, that was the superior to the lady that just resigned? or Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. And you said that the more that she would bring in stories of what was happening, the more stressed out she would become. Yes. And then she ended up um, having a stroke. And um, I know that probably a lot of you that are watching uh, may have experienced something like that. Um, yourself, like I said, I, I have experienced bullying and sexual harassment at work. And so, um, it's not, I think it's more the norm than what we think it is. It, it is. It Amen. Is. So what compelled you to actually 
to write this. And I know that you, you wanted to, you were experiencing this yourself and you're watching other women in, in the workplace where you can see them going through this. And so were you just chronicling it at first or what made you decide to turn this into a film and, and shed light on this? Mm. I mean, I know you're part of the organization, but what did, what made you take this story right here? What you were experiencing I just, um, people think you should be over situations, like you said, trauma and, and things that happen to you, just PTSD is really right. real. You know, we would always hear, okay, it's a soldier, it's this that, but no, it's really real on our level as well, as far right. as being females or if you have been victimized or anything like that. Right. And just, I was like tired of hearing people coming to my telling me their story mm -hmm. because you know when you you're in that small unit and of females and you're sharing your stories of what's going wrong in this place and what's going wrong in that to where I was just taking it in and then after witnessing my coworker have the stroke I just woke up one day and I said you know what I, I need to put all these cases that mm -hmm. I've had because I would go to EEO right. and the agency when I, I was win a case, they would win the case because really AEO and HR and all these people are set in a place to protect the agencies and the companies. Right. They're not there to help us. And after I would win, I, I lost a case holding the same evidence that they, they had to look at, that the administrative judge was given wow. by, uh, by the, the guy that victimized me, by him admitting that he touched me. He admitted this. But then I'm like, okay, but then he won, the agency won, so I had no rights. You know, I had no rights, so when is this going to stop? And then when my my friend told me, she said, well, I, I, I can't take this, but I can't afford to, to retire. It's, it's too soon for me to retire. And then she ended up having another stroke. It's like she had two strokes, two strokes, and started having small strokes just trying to maintain the job. So, like, her memory and stuff had diminished and then what just really charged me up was when she sent me the email that her supervisor told her that she was a burden on the workforce. I have a question for you, Paula, and I don't know if this is going to be triggering for you, but if it was, if it was a white woman bringing up this case, do you think it would have had the same result? No, and it was one that was a white lady mm -hmm. in the office that did she made like five cases see and a lot of times when they say the the crying the wolf because you'll have people that take advantage of situations that sure. play yes and she made allegations against quite a few of my friends because I'm not I'm not a race person at all and these were some of my friends were Caucasian males it was only one African-American male but then he was a friend as well as these other four other guys that she made accusations that they had sexually harassed her and that case it, turned out different. Oh, she's at home. She's sitting different. at home for. She's been sitting at home for the past three years. Nobody's concerned if she's doing work or not. Um, they say she. Oh, she had a good attorney and this and that. So yeah, you see, it it turned out very differently because in the, it wasn't that that case for either one of us, the other three ladies, myself and the other two ladies. That was not the. How the outcome was. And and this is this is the problem right here. This is the problem because um 
a woman of color can't come and bring an allegation and bring the truth. And even when the man, a white man, admits to literally touching you somehow, it's not going to work out in your favor. No. And justice is not, <laughs> it should be blind and it should be equal and it should be fair across the board. It simply isn't. Um, I'm going to make a, a uh, request tonight. If there is someone and you're a civil rights attorney, um, if you'd be interested in taking on uh, Ms. Paula Cobb's uh, case, um, maybe looking deeper into it, if there's something that maybe you think that um, she could benefit from, if there's some type of case study or something that would actually help her um, and her fellow co-workers be victorious in this instance, um, please get in contact with her. How, again, how can they get in contact with you? Um, you can reach me at paulacob 21 at gmail. Uh, it's paulacob 21 at gmail.com. Amen. Um, the reason why I'm asking that is because I know that there's, you know, still that tug of war. I know that justice has got to be served and um, people have got to hear not just you, but everyone else that is being victimized. And we have got to learn how to educate one another on mm -hmm. um, how it seems to me that we don't even know how to treat each other with dignity and with respect. And there's some, there's humanity, something about humanity that's just being omitted from, yes. from, from yes, the conversation. Right. I don't understand for the life of me. And racism was uh, very um, prominent in my family. I don't understand for the life of me how you can look at someone mm -hmm. and feel as though, number one, you're, you're, they're inferior to you and, and that you are greater than them and what you say, what you want, that's what matters and nothing that anyone else matters and nothing that they bring to you. This is the same thing that bothered me so much when there is a thing called systemic racism. Hello, hello. It's not a figment of someone's imagination. Neither is this case that Ms. Paula um, has brought before the court over and over again. It's not a figment of someone's imagination. If it were a white person saying something, the polar opposite, whatever the reverse of systemic racism is, mm -hmm. people would listen to that more because they're white. And that's where we all are a part of this. Mm -hmm. If you have this color skin and if you see that something is wrong and you are not speaking up, then you are culpable. You are responsible yeah. for the what's going on. You're responsible for it. It may not be what you've done, but the fact that you haven't checked it, you're yeah. responsible for yes. it. And we all have to play a part in this. And I be doggone, it's just the smallest of things. It just completely flies over people's heads. Mm -hmm. You do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you can't even get that, if you can't show dignity and love and respect and, and the fact that a man should be able to go home and, and get home safely without having to worry about being pulled over, being, you know, having to worry, is he going to get shot? Is he going to get hurt because of the color of his skin? If he gets pulled over by the police, where 
a woman gets heard for what's actually happening to her. She's not trying to make money off of you. She just wants this to stop and to be respected. And she deserves that respect. And we've got to make it our business to make sure that everyone is covered under the law and that it's equal justice for all, period. We have a responsibility. And if anyone is talking anything other than that, then um, that's not godly at all. That's not godly. There is a scripture. I want to read this. And it's not even time for me to read the scripture. I don't really even care. It's Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. This is the New Living Translation. It says, speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves and ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, Lord. New Living Translation. Yes. Number verse nine, yes, speak up for the poor and the helpless and see that they get justice. Miss Paula's not poor. She's not, um, <laughs> she's not, uh, what's helpless, not at any stretch of the imagination. That's why she's written this film, this movie called The Case. However, our job is to make sure that she gets justice and not just her, but other people in workforces. I'm mm -hmm. so glad that Tesla got sued. <laughs> High five. I am so glad because it becomes the CEO's responsibility yes. to make sure that everyone is safe. You value your employees, yes. employees. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. If you value your employees and if you value the reputation of your company or your organization or whatever it is, yes. then it behooves you man or woman mm -hmm. to ensure to make sure that everyone is okay and then create a safe space for people to come in and come and tell it now when you tell them please tell the truth don't throw somebody under the bus don't no. lie on somebody i hate people that call wolf and it's not true you know like true. women who, who call rape and, it, and they've never been raped shame on you because there's so yes. many of us that are still struggling with the pains from our past having mm -hmm. endured things called rape and sexual um battery and all of that kind of True. stuff so it's bad enough let the truth be the truth mm -hmm. but we owe responsibility to one another to ensure that everyone is safe when they come into work that you're safe when you go shopping mm -hmm. that you're safe when you you go home like we have to look out for each other yes. we're in this thing we're all members of the same mm -hmm. body am i right that's right amen Bless God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I need a break, Lord Jesus. We're going to take a really quick break and then we'll be right back. This is Take the Limits Off. We've taken off some limits them today, off. honey. <laughs> Amen. Join us in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Wanna be a boss? You're watching Boss Up Houston Network. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up.
Hey, singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with the Vincent Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high-five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Vincent Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people and exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, events and adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Hey, good evening. And it's, again, it's Friday. I keep announcing to you that it's Friday as if you don't know <laughs> what day it is on the calendar. Amen. My name is Trisha Kyle. And I got to tell you, I'm a, my feathers are ruffled. I'm a little bit irritated right about now. But we're on Take the Limits Off, so we're taking some limits off today. I've got in the studio, so glad to have her at the Boss Up Houston Studios, Miss um, Paula Cobb. And I'm so glad to have her. She was talking about what brought her to a place where she wrote and has now put out this amazing film called The Case. And it is going to be premiered, that's right, this Sunday. Um, and tickets are all sold out. The event was hosted by Eventbrite, or that's where you were able to get the tickets. The, the tickets from. But there is going to be another screening. And so for that information, I know that you can reach out to her. Also reach out to Brilliant Women in Film. There is an Instagram page as well as a Facebook page. Yes. And I know that when that second airing comes, that's where you want to be. You want to get a chance to to, to take a look at this. And we were just talking about um, Paula's um, experience in the workplace and watching um, other people and what they're going through, as well as some of the things that she's gone through and how she's actually taken her employers um, to court. Um, and that's been a uh, fiasco. And, and I asked her the question that if she were a white woman, she had made the same claims, even where the man who admitted um, touching her. He touched her. He said that he touched her, but yet still the ruling was not in her favor. And I have put out a call. And so my question to you is if you know someone um, who is a civil rights attorney or someone who works in the field, somebody who can maybe give her a little bit of information or some help who would be interested in taking on her case, either one, um, please get in contact with her. And again, your email address is paulacobb21 at gmail.com. Amen. I do believe in justice for all. And, you know, I was telling her during the commercial break, I'm seeing a lot of, um, to me, fraudulent cases being brought against people because they're being exposed for racism and sexism and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so they are trying to turn around because they're being exposed. Their thoughts, their belief systems, mm -hmm. and even their actions are being exposed, um, whether it's racist, and so many of them are racist is what I'm saying. And so because they're being called called out on a public platform, but they felt 
perfectly comfortable with um, speaking their own mind in a public platform, but you can't um, come behind them and, and tell them how wrong they are because now what they're doing is flooding our Texas court system. And yes, I said yes. Texas court system with defamation yes. of character. And um, to me, that's a bogus call because if you have publicly and through social media declared your stance on um, how you see people and how you see the world, honey, those words come back to bite you. And so that's not defamation of character. That's simply exposing you for who you are. And to me, the man who admitted to touching you um, exposed himself for who he is. And so to me, your company... Uh, the, the people that you work for are absolutely responsible for that because they let that man get to a position where he had a position of power and used his authority inappropriately to lay his hands on an employee and you do not belong to him. You do not belong to the company. You are simply just an acting agent or a participant and, and a part of the entity, which is the company or the organization that you work for. That does not mean because you work for somebody that they have right to bully you, mistreat you, or put your hands put their hands on you or make your life a living hell. And yes, I said hell because hell is a real place. Um, Paula, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. And for the women um, that have worked at your place, uh, your place of business, I'm so sorry that's happened to them. And for everyone else that has to deal with that, life is stressful enough. Uh, we're still in a pandemic. We're still just yes. trying to survive and take care of each other. We've got differences but God dog it, those differences are what makes life worth living, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. It's beautiful. And if we can take teachable moments, if we can take a moment, I was writing about that today. You know, God offers us these amazing moments in our life where he can literally turn the course of your life, change your mind. You know, when you were brought up, I dare say that the renewing of the mind is you thought one thing mm -hmm. at one time mm -hmm. and then you get brought into the knowledge of God, but it's not all of a sudden like a Shazam. Now everything has opened up to you and you have figured it all out. There's a process. It's a perfecting process. Yes. It's the growing process yes. where we're learning and ever evolving yes. into the people, hopefully, that God wants us to be. Amen. So someone can come from depravity, some this horrible you know, place where they believed something really bad. But yet through that, these pivotal moments in our life, it can Show me, oh my God, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was doing. I was, I was hurting people and I didn't even realize I was hurting people. There are opportunities. Uh, you know, they say um, teachable moments, but teachable if you're reachable. If you really believe, the pro I think the problem is, is that so many people have told, you know, people that you're right in your thinking. And there's so many people standing behind people mm -hmm. that are racist or people that that mm -hmm. use sex as a weapon and some mm -hmm. people that think that they have the authority to be able to touch a woman. If if we don't invite you to hug us, men, please hear me. Don't hug us. If we didn't invite you to touch us, men, please do not touch us. We're not looking for those opportunities to hug on you all the time. Matter of fact, I would rather not. I would, and it's not that I have anything against men. It's just because men have sexualized so much. Mm -hmm. 
that you almost don't feel safe hugging a man. I'd rather not. But if I hug my sister, I'm not really worried about what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But it's because there are so many men with such bad thought processes when it comes mm -hmm. to women and, and how they, you know, they have free reign to treat women any mm -hmm. kind of way yeah. because we're here for their service. Mm -hmm. You and lost. Society helps it. They reinforces it. You've lost your ever-loving mind. Mm -hmm. That is not the way that God intended it. We are not here for uh, the pleasure of man. God has yet called and purposed women for a work as well. And I thank God mm -hmm. that you're doing what God has called you to do. And God took your love for writing and had you write this thing out to help expose what's going on. I was telling Miss um, Paula that there was a case. We were talking about the stress and the mental oh, anxiety yes. and the angst and everything that comes along with, um, you know, being under that kind of stress and, and the stress of racism, the, the being over-sexualized in a workplace, right? So... Um, there was a man, and, and, and his 911 call made it to uh, social media. It was some years ago. And he and his coworkers worked in a very racist environment. It was a plant. And um, I'm not saying that this is right. I'm not saying that this is what we should be doing. I'm saying that when you push people to a point and they simply don't have the wherewithal when you complain about it and no one hears you when you are seeking the right channels to rectify situations so just you can earn a living to be able to take care of your family that's what this man had done and then he reached his breaking point and we make every and all kinds of excuses for white young men that shoot out an entire school. He had a hard upbringing. His family, his parents divorced at a very early age. Yeah. We make all kinds of excuses as to why that happened. But this man literally was being terrorized. And so were his coworkers. And when he got on the 911 call, what he did was he, he brought a weapon uh, to the plant. And he shot up uh, some of the employees fellow employees of the plant, but he shot the white employees that were harassing him. And he got on a 911 call and, you know, SWAT had surrounded the entire plant and he told the 911 operator why he did it and what his other fellow employees had to deal with. And then he's on the phone with 911 and took, took his own life, all right on the phone with 911. You have to be in such a really bad place mm -hmm. to do that. And what I'm saying is, is that we owe each other respect and love and dignity. And if you see someone and they're in need of help, it's your responsibility to help. And we need to learn how to be more compassionate and more loving towards one another. And yes, um, please let me know what it is that we can do. And listen, if you, again, know of anyone um, that can help um, with her case, uh, maybe give her some advice or anything that you can do, just show Miss Paula some love, help to support the movie. Um, so when will this be, how can people watch it? So we've got the airing that's going to be happening this Sunday. How can 
people support the film? What what can we do? Well, uh, I also have the case posted on uh, on uh, Facebook. Okay. So it's a page. It's a page made for the case. So you can also go on there, and and I'll be showing it on there after premiere. You can so you can catch it on on Facebook on Facebook group page called the case called the case and again this was written out of uh true life experiences that was going on and i pray that this movie helps to do exactly what it's meant to do which is to begin a conversation a real conversation that needs to happen yeah. and then hopefully with that conversation we not just flop in our you know our lips that we're actually doing something because mm -hmm. something needs to be done no one should feel um, that they're backed into a corner or that they have to show up or they have to resign or that they they make themselves so sick, just stressed out about yeah. the environment that they work in every day. But yet we all need to eat. Yes. If a man does not work, he doesn't eat. And we all know that, you know, <laughs> food stamps aren't available and, mm -hmm. you know, all of this unemployment's not available. Yeah. We're in a pandemic right now. People need their job and we need the means to be able to support our family. And that's mm -hmm. terroristic. Like if you're coming in and that's all you're doing is just trying yeah. to feed your family yes. and people want to make it hard for you to even do that. Well, God forbid. Um, is there anything else that you want to leave us with? You are so amazing. I am so glad that you have come. I'm so glad. This is ministry, y'all. This is, is ministry right here. What it is that you're doing is ministry. And my prayer is that, and I believe that God is going to do exactly what he means to do with you, as well as with the film, and even in your case. Amen. Anything Amen. you want to leave us with? Um. I appreciate you having me on your show. Absolutely. And it's just been a blessing just to I mean to be able to to share to share my journey, share Amen. my story and to get it out there and have people know that uh also you can go to my page because I was gonna start I'm going to start a support group Amen. for other women uh that have ex also experienced it Amen. That type of abuse in the workplace where they feel that they've taken advantage of, but mainly uh, we're looking, we're, we're mainly talking about self-help. Amen. Self-love. Amen. Self-work. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, That's amazing. You. I'm so glad, again, yeah. that you were doing all that you were doing. And let's show Ms. Paula some support. Um, I look forward to you coming back and talking about the next thing that you're going to be doing because I know this is not going to be it. But I just thank God that that purpose collided with this right opportunity in your life and you're walking in, in mm -hmm. the fullness that God has for you. I don't think... This is probably part of your plan. No. At all. Amen. No. But <laughs> the fact that you have passion for something, but I know that it came from a place of pain. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times our pain fuels our passion. But that passion will take us right into our purpose. It will. It most definitely has. Amen. Has. She is so amazing. And I thank God for her as well as all the amazing women at Brilliant Women in Film. This is just one of the amazing stories and one of the amazing women that works with that great organization. Please make sure you're going into the Facebook page. It's called The Case. That's right. That's the movie that's going to be released this Sunday. And then she'll be letting you know about any other opportunities. Come and check out maybe the second premiere, third premiere, whatever yes. it is that we're going to, doing, going to be doing. And I'm sure that she'll be keeping us posted on any legal action, anything that, that uh, happens to come up. I'm just so glad that you decided to come here and come and talk about it uh, with me. I'm so honored to have you here in the studios. Again, we're here at Boss Up Houston Network. Uh, this is the place to be, and I just love um, 
being here with this amazing group of people. And I know you're glad to be with your amazing group of people yes. in Brilliant Women in Film. Amen. Well, hallelujah. It's been yet another, I think this is episode 18. Can you believe it? Wow. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I never could have thought it for myself. Amen. But this is Take the Limits Off. And again, you can join us every single Friday. You can join us on our YouTube page, the Boss Up Houston Network page. And we're about to launch our own Take the Limits Off YouTube page, as well as our Facebook page. You can get in contact with us as soon as we get that working. Trisha Kyle, T-R-I-C-I-A-K-Y-L-E. You can check the uh, replays of our podcast on any streaming app from Pandora. I know because I've seen it myself, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Tunes, and iMusic. We're all on those uh, pl uh, platforms and medias, um, but we're also going to be launching our own. And if you would like to get in contact with me directly, make sure that you email me at takethelimitsoffshow, amen, at gmail.com. Takethelimitsoffshow at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you if there's anything that you would like to maybe spotlight, or maybe if you'd like to come on the show, maybe you'd like to sponsor us, maybe you'd like to talk about something. I have no idea. Or maybe you'd like to send in a prayer request. Just know that I'm listening and send it off. Again, my name is Trisha Kyle, and this is Miss Paula Cobbs. And this is another great episode of Take the Limits Off. Listen, we serve an amazing God, an unlimited God. Don't you think that it's time we take the limits off? God bless you. Can't wait to see you next Friday. Woo! Love you.